Blog Talk Radio. Another podcast episode of Inside the Burger Shop, show 57, a discussion at the intersection of sports, technology, marketing, culture, and more. My name is Ryan Berger, taking you through the next hour of Inside the Burger Shop. It is uh, a chilly day here in New York, May 4th, as time just flies by, I guess we're about 20-something, 20 22 days to Memorial Day weekend, which is sort of amazing that um, time has flown by that fast, and we're embarking on another uh, summer, which I know most people on the East Coast can't wait for. It's been a brutal spring with lots of rain, so certainly excited to, uh, to see that sun and to see that great weather, and uh, we're excited to be back with another Fun show today. Our last show was a lot of fun. We spoke to Alan Springer. Alan is the executive director uh, and executive producer of Yahoo Sports and the vertical with Adrian Wojnarowski. So a lot of stuff that was really interesting to talk to Alan about. Of course, a lot of news since we've been uh, on air with Alan, where Adrian has now joined ESPN. So obviously, as ESPN has cut off a lot of... uh, individuals and sort of cut off and did a lot of the layoffs. Um, ESPN jumped right into the Woj opportunity and and brought Woj in. So uh, a lot of stuff going on with him, of course, and a lot of, and a lot of interesting stuff going on in the, in the sports world, of course. And that's obviously where we start the majority of our shows. But before we get into all that, of course, I want to thank our uh, partners and sponsors are, uh, partner since day one, Hyper. Hyper is the world's largest search engine database for influencers in the world with over 11 million influencers on Hyper. Head on over to Hyper Brands, H-Y-P-R Brands.com and 
check out any influencer that you're interested in, all kinds of audience analytics, the only platform to have cross-platform audience analytics. So we use a lot of the hyper data in our shows. So thanks to hyper for always supporting the show and being on board. Thanks to our other, one of our other partners, the crowds line, head on over to the crowdsline.com, make your prediction about what's going to happen in tonight's games and receive all kinds of prizes, gift certificates, gifts, cards, etc. A lot of, Make your prediction today, thecrowdsline.com. And, of course, our latest sponsor, Pita Express, 15 Ann Street, the best Mediterranean food in New York City. Head on down. Let Billy Kotler know you're a fan of the podcast, a listener to Inside the Burger Shop. And uh, get yourself some hummus, some appetizers on the house for being a big fan of the podcast. So thanks to all of our sponsors and and uh, as I mentioned before, it's a clearly a big day, big night here in New York. I'm headed to the Garden in a couple hours for a Monster Game 4. And, of course, if you want to play with the big boys, the Penguins, the, the, the Predators, the big teams in the NHL playoffs, you got to win this game tonight. This is a series that while the Rangers are down 2-1, they have outplayed uh, Ottawa. And, uh, and really need to continue what they did in game three and not let up and go back to Ottawa 2-2. And with a team like the Rangers who play really good on the road. So a lot of action here tonight. You have Donald Trump in the city, so it's kind of crazy with everything going on. you got the Rangers at the Garden. A lot of interesting stuff last night in the NBA with, uh, with Pop having his team ready blow out Houston, tie that series at one, you know, sort of big, sort of negative situation, obviously, with the Tony Parker uh, injury. One of the great uh, point guards of my generation, Hall of Famer, comes over from France and playing great basketball, tears his knee towards the end of the game last night. So a little bit of a punch in the gut for the Spurs, but uh, professional team uh, 1-1 in the series. And then, of course, you have the big series tonight in Washington trying to get a game for the Celtics. And if they don't, that'll be a, a sweep, too. And the performance the other day by Isaiah Thomas, 53 points on his sister's 23rd birthday, who just died two weeks ago. So just been an unbelievable roller coaster for what's going on with Celtic fans. And uh, some of these cities like Boston and Washington are clearly have a lot of activity going on, and it's sort of the epicenter of sports. So best time of the year and while it's going on hopefully those fans enjoy it and uh and maybe bring home a, a championship so a lot of fun stuff going on in sports and as you know a lot of this podcast is also a discussion at the intersection of marketing technology and new media and i'm really really happy today to be joined by one of my mentors and one of my longtime friends andrew deichman andrew is uh the former co-founder and ceo of mother one of the great agencies um, of my time and Andrew's time. And now Andrew is the co-founder and CEO of the newsstand, reinventing the newsstand, which is an incredibly interesting idea. And I'm unbelievably excited for him to join the podcast today and tell me and his, and our whole audience about what we Mr. Deichman, a pleasure to have you on the show today. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks so much, man. It's great to be on it. How's it, how's it going, dude? Great. So I, I, I we're, felt like we were on talk radio for a second there. I, I I wasn't sure what was going on. So like I thought it was I yeah, dialed we do the a, wrong podcast. Great. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather listen to that. The, uh, you can talk to me yeah, about marketing if you want. 
We will. Uh, we'll talk a little bit of marketing. Absolutely. This is our 57th show, and uh, a lot of shows are sports-related and a bunch are marketing-related. We've had a lot of agency uh, people and agency CEOs talking about what they're up to and what they're doing. And as interesting as what they're up to and what they're doing, it's not as near interesting as what you're up to and what you're doing. So let's sort of jump right into it. Um, sure, man. You, know, you obviously grew up in the agency world and have been at some amazing agencies and um, and have sort of left the business to create an entirely new category. Um, tell us what's going on. Yeah, I mean, look, it's it's interesting. I, I think that I don't know if what we're doing is entirely new. It feels like it's just an amalgam of stuff that um, is really old, I guess, on some way. Um, you know, when we when we started, you know, if you thought about like two of the worst businesses that you could start, you know, one would be retail and the other one would be media. But interestingly, when you combine the two, um, it actually starts to work. And, you know, really what it is about is, is just how do you engage people? How do you build an audience? and How do you start to do things, you know, for them, with them, you know, on an ongoing basis? And, uh, you know, newsstands, if you, if you dial the clock back, like, like way back, you know, before there was like, the internet and before there was television and before there was even radio, you know, there were these places called newsstands and it was like the, the Verizon Fios or, or uh, direct TV of paper. It was like where people actually went to figure out what was going on in the world, learn something new. Um, you know, they also had, you know, snacks and whatever else you might want. And it was actually an important part of people's day. And it was a really important means of distributing content. Um, and a means of discovery, therefore, uh, for people. And, you know, obviously nobody really reads printed media much anymore. Um, there's plenty um, of, of evidence of that, you know, in the marketplace at this point. Everybody's doing things on their mobile phones. And so you have all of these spaces all around the U.S. and, and all around the world, frankly, that, um, you know, are, are still there as an opportunity to engage people. And, you know, people still need some basic amenities um, in their life. Not everything is going to be, uh, you know, asking Alexa to, uh, you know, send you, uh, you know, something <laughs> from your team, the, the exactly. same day, you know, and so um, things actually still happen when people are out and about in the world, um, but how do you, you know, interact with those people? And so, you know, when we thought about creating a, a media platform, um, the idea of doing that via, let's call it a convenience store on some level, actually made sense, strangely. Um, and that's, you know, in many ways, what we're trying to do is, is, you know, make money, not just from selling stuff to people, but also by connecting brands, uh, to those people. Um, and, but not like in your sort of typical way necessarily where, you know, whatever they're buying a billboard or, you know, they're buying a spot or they're buying a, you know, whatever, um, a, a post or whatever else we're actually sort of selling real engagement, um, with people. Um, on an ongoing basis, and uh, and so yeah, that's that's kind of what we're doing. Go into a lot more. So the reinvention. Sure. So you re- you talk about sort of the reinvention of the convenience store, or or in that sort of sense, brands have the opportunity to engage consumers through that. Does that mean that a sort of a media buy for a brand would be through you guys, and then the the brand or the product would then have shelf life in your experience or would they actually have something additional to be able to buy to be able to engage the consumers that come through your experience question a and question b 
the experience is both physical and then there's an app as well, correct? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, what we're trying to do is, um, you know, I mean, we're building an audience, right? So every time somebody comes into one of our shops, we, you know, ask them, like, hey, are you a member? We're like, you know, no, what, what does that mean? Oh, just download our app and you become a member. And, you know, there's a great uh, feed or a digest, you know, twice a day. It's got you know, awesome music playlist in it, lots of cool articles. And then it also has a couple of things that might be available at the store. And, you know, if you're a member, you get discounts on stuff and you earn points and, and all that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, more and more people just are loving our app based on the content that we're putting in front of them, but also because it just is part of their daily routine. You know, right now, 40% of our sales um, on any given day come from people who are members. Um, and so, you know, people come in and they grab a bar and a green juice um, and they're using their app to pay or they're validating within the app so they can earn some points and they're spending time in our content. Um, so, you know, those two building blocks alone in terms of, you know, being able to have a brand, not just have a presence in our store, um, you know, whether it's doing sampling efforts or just positioning them prominently, we're also then programming them into our app and creating content um, about them, for them, with them, um, and getting that in front of people too. Um, you know, but a lot of the stuff that we're doing is is really more about bespoke activations versus, you know, just selling you know, inventory, if you will, you know, I mean, at some point when we're at scale, you know, there might be moments where it's like, all right, I, I want to buy, you know, these, you know, two linear feet, you know, in New York, LA, Chicago, and Miami, you know, and three posts in your app, et cetera. Um, but right now it's really about, you know, partnering with brands to do um, really interesting stuff. Um, and, uh, and, you know, look, that's, that's really no different than what's happened in the media space as well part of the reason I got out of the agency business is, you know, I think more and more the media companies obviously are agencies, you know, Facebook is a giant agency. They're creating bespoke content, but it's, it's just optimized for their, their own platform. You know, it's what Buzzfeed is. It's what a lot of these companies are. and They're doing a great job with it, you know? And so, you know, when I left advertising, I wanted to do something that, um, you know, I wanted to have my own audience, um, and not just have to rely upon somebody else's, have to create content, you know, for somebody else's brand to then put into somebody else's content. Um, you know, so um, I don't know if I answered your question, Ryan, but there you go. Yeah, it's interesting. You did. And we're talking to Andrew Deitchman, one of, one of the greats in the advertising game for a long time, one of my mentors, someone who knows the business incredibly well and, and understands great ideas and, and, and how to reach audiences. He's now the CEO of a, of a really interesting new media company called The Newsstand. You mentioned scale before, Andrew. So you guys have yep. one of these in Union Square and one in Brookfield Place, right? Yeah, we have uh, Union Square, Brookfield Place, and, and Columbus Circle. And then uh, we the biggest thing we've done actually um, just happened this week, our first day, which was launching onto the new NYC ferry uh, system. So the uh, East River Ferry, um, which, you know, I think it might have been started by the Bloomberg administration, but an idea that uh, the Blasio administration really, you know, latched onto, I think, very wisely in a big way and have, and have done a great job of kind of pushing it and bringing it to life. And uh, the beginning of it just launched um, on Monday, and ultimately it'll be 20 brand-new boats and six routes, um, 
you know, 20, over 20 stops um, throughout the city, um, all along the East River, covering everything from the Bronx um, all the way out to the Rockaways and lots of stops in Brooklyn and Manhattan, uh, even you know, Long Island City, et cetera. And so uh, there is a newsstand or will be a newsstand on every single boat. So we have a shop with, you know, uh, I hate saying captive audience because I don't think anybody's truly captive at this point when they've got a phone in their pocket. But, um, you know, we have uh, an audience who is there with us every single day that we get to spend time with, you know, and whether it's, you know, serving them a coffee um, or, you know, they forgot their charger at home and they can buy one from us. Um, or, you know, discover new products. You know, we, we sell a lot of electronics. We sell a lot of health and beauty stuff. We sell a lot of small, you know, fashion items and accessories, um, sunglasses, all that kind of stuff. Um, and, you know, spend time in our app. And it's really about also the kinds of integrations that we're looking to do. Um, you know, so ultimately you'll be able to fi- uh, buy your ferry ticket through the newsstand app um, and then use those points um, to then buy stuff at the store. So, you know, when I think about where we're going as a company on some level, you know, I'm making sort of air quotes, but, you know, the idea of us as an API uh, for human engagement um, is, is in many ways where we're kind of going. You know, it's about how, what kind of access can I give a brand to an audience or how can a very system, a piece of infrastructure plug into us to be able to access um, consumers and serve consumers in a better way. Um, you know, we're, we're talking about those sorts of integrations um, with other cities, um, with shared workspaces, with, you know, lots of other, um, you know, potential partners because, you know, human beings <laughs> need stuff, you know, throughout their day. Um, and so, you know, that's, that's um, kind of the way that we're looking um, to, to grow the business. You know, it's interesting. You talk a lot about audiences, and and, uh, Hyper is the lead sponsor of the show, and I talked a little bit about it before you got on, the largest uh, database of influencers in the world, but more importantly, with 11 million influencers, but more importantly, we have audience analytics across every platform except Snapchat to really understand the ability to target an audience by using influencers or celebrity, where instead of hiring an influencer because of how many followers they have or because you – you know, know someone who knows their agent, you can really tap into an audience and back into the right influencer. How do you guys handle multiple locations with very different audiences? Meaning people on the ferry going out to Long Island City is a very different audience from Battery sure. Park and Tribeca with, with, with down here in Brookfield Place. Do you guys have yep. the same inventory in those places or how does that work? Yeah, I mean, uh, right now it is, um, you know, we, we definitely flex our inventory, both, you know, I'm, I'm referring right now to, uh, to actual products, merchandise versus like, you know, media inventory. Um, you know, right now we, we do flex, you know, what we sell. I mean, Brookfield Place, you know, we're among, you know, some pretty, you know, expensive stores in a beautiful mall, you know, right next to Goldman Sachs, which is pretty different from being off the, you know, grubby L train, you know, in Union Square Station, you know. Um, so you need to be able to understand your audience on some level. Um, you know, what we're doing right now, I mean, look, we, we, we just launched like 18 months ago, so we're just figuring a lot of stuff out. But what we were smart enough to do is, um, you know, set up a data infrastructure um, that's allowing us to, um, you know, uh, basically pull in all of the data um, 
across a wide, wide array of, uh, of whatever, of, of inputs of variables. So, you know, I mean, through our app, you know, I know everything from, you know, what kind of music you might be into, what articles you're looking at, you know, um, uh, what offers you're coming in for, what products you're using, uh, buying, you know, et cetera, et cetera. You know, what location you frequent, <clears throat> all of that kind of stuff. Um, and we'll get more and more sophisticated, both in terms of how we're, you know, what content we're pushing to people, um, and also, you know, obviously that impacts um, what we're selling in stores, um, um, et cetera. So, yeah, I mean, we're going to have to adjust based on the audience. And we see it already in a couple of days, you know, on the river, you know, um, you know, the, the audience in the Rockaway is um, going back and forth to the Rockaways is pretty different from people who are coming in from, you know, Williamsburg, you know, heading over to Wall Street. Um, so, and that's great. You know, I mean, we, we haven't created this as a media platform, you know, to have, you know, a uh, one-dimensional point of view. You know, it, it's really, um, in many ways, like elevating a generalist um, idea. You know, everybody has some basic human needs, you know. You can only spend money on three things, you know, stuff, you know, services or experiences. And, uh, you know, when we look across the opportunity for us, you can look at a company like Amazon and, you know, they are now, you know, kind of occupying all three of those planets, you know. It's like, you know, I, I buy toilet paper from them. Uh, they're my toilet paper delivery company, and they're, they're also, you know, a movie studio, and it gets delivered in an hour, and it's kind of this incredible thing, but it's really about a relationship that you have with an entity that's really helping you with some basic uh, needs. You know, they pivot more from um, a perspective of the home, you know, and ordering from your kitchen or from your living room or whatever else. I mean, obviously, they're going to make some moves into brick-and-mortar uh, retail with uh, Amazon Go. But I still think there's a huge um, opening, you know, for people to start to knit together, you know, the basic needs that people have um, as part of their routine, part of their journey from the time that they're, they're not in their house. And, um, and obviously those, those, you know, use cases and patterns are going to be really, really different um, based on where somebody's coming from, where they're going to, you know, uh, what time of year it is. I mean, this could go on and on in terms of, you know, what people might be uh, looking for. Yeah, well, and what's so interesting to me about the idea is that it sort of flips the whole thing on its head. I mean, you know, growing up, my dad would go to, quote, unquote, the newspaper store every morning and come home with the paper. And I got into reading the paper and still do on an everyday basis. But the majority of people my age or younger don't. And, uh, and you know, you think about that behavioral pattern of waking up and going out and getting in your car, taking a walk and getting you know, some breakfast or some coffee and, and grabbing a yep. paper that doesn't even exist with young people. But what, but the behavioral aspect of going to a destination in the morning and picking up something, you need to do those things. So you guys have almost replaced what is in that store with things that are much more progressive and modern for what the individual today wants, knowing that that behavior is not going to change, but the things that you need and consume have changed. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's right. And, and, uh, you know, I think that, um, what, what like constitutes media, you know, what constitutes an experience I think is also, you know, just an interesting question in and of itself. I mean, so, you know, when we, sell, I don't know, uh, we sell the world's smallest little micro drone, you know, we've sold a lot of them out of our stores, 
Um, it's not typically what you'd find in a newsstand, you know, but people love discovering that sort of stuff from us. You know, we're carrying small fashion things like from D and Ricky, you know, the, the thing that you see on Questlove, whatever. Um, Lego is all time. You know, we carry um, really cool stuff that we do with them. So this is stuff that people love to discover. And discovery is, last time I checked, a big part of the role that media plays in your life, just news information, you know, what's going on. It's about, you know, what, what new is happening in the world. Um, and so, yeah, we use our spaces um, to, to do that. We use, you know, kind of all aspects of our platform to do it. But it is, it is certainly a new behavior, I mean, that exists um, out there. But it's also a really old one, which is people like to get into routines. And, uh, you know, we just want to uplift people's routines. We want to make them a little more interesting. We want to, um, you know, we kind of call ourselves a day improvement company. That's the way that we, we focus um, hmm. our efforts. It's the way that we train our staff and it's kind of our job. Like, how do we just kind of make people's days um, a little bit better? And if we can do that, we're going to get more of their attention. And if we get more of their attention, we'll sell them a little more stuff. And we can get more of their time in our app and ultimately at events and other things that we want to do. Really, really cool, really cool. And, Andrew, you know, we appreciate you jumping on the show over the last 20 minutes. And, you know, before I let you go, I do just want to quick kind of sure. ask, you know, obviously – you were in the ad agency business for a long time. I've been, you know, grew up in it. So sort of, we've been um, opportunistic in being able to sort of see what's out there and, and understand it. And obviously it's taken a lot of different turns and sort of the roller coaster as it continues to reinvent itself now. Um, yep. What is it like going into these meetings with brands as a, as, as a sort of a entrepreneur CEO of a, totally new media idea versus going in and trying to sell advertising like you were in the past. And what's the kind of reactions you are getting? Um, you know, how, how does that sort of feel when you're going in and trying to sell something that has similarities, but is so different and is capitalizing on sort of what, on the aspect of advertising being reinvented? Yeah. I mean, good question. Uh, you know, that it's hard to kind of separate out like, you know, your own context and experience and emotion around stuff versus like what's actually happening in the room on the day, I guess, I guess on some level, but uh, you know, for me, um, you know, there's definitely more rooms that you're able to get into, you know, there's a lot of CMOs that I've spent time with, you know, who I've known for a while, but you know, as CEO of mother, if I had called them, they'd be like, you know, dude, I got an agency. Like I'll see you, you know, next time I see you. You know, and, and now it's like, oh, yeah, I heard about that thing. Yeah, let's get together and talk. So, you know, the fact that you're trying to do something progressive um, is certainly um, something that opens doors, which I think is great. Um, and I think good CMOs and marketers are, are ones who, you know, have eyes and ears uh, wide open, you know. Um, but I also use a lot of the meetings. I like taking meetings with, like, assistant media planners and junior people and, like, spending time. And part of that, I think, is, I, I miss aspects of that, you know, on the agency side where there's just young people trying to learn about, you know, what's happening out there in the world and, and you know, imparting a little bit of uh, wisdom, you know, here and there is, is kind of cool. But I end up learning a lot from those sorts of meetings, too, just to get like kind of a good read on the way that we're positioning stuff and, and um, more, you know, using them as a mirror from a consumer perspective necessarily for like, you know, you're going to approve a big budget to, to do something with us. Um, 
But, you know, I, I, what I also see is um, there's, you know, uh, there's a lot of um, flex, you know, more than um, I, I experienced, um, you know, on the agency side in terms of the way clients are, are viewing where they're going to get solutions from, you know. And, and you know, it's something I've been talking about for years and years and years. Um, and part of the reason why in Running Mother I was very happy to actually have relationships with clients where I would call them, you know, I'd say, look, I, I don't want to be your AOR. I'm happy to be, you know, your AOI, your, like, agency of impact. I, I, you know, I don't need to own the entire relationship. And I wanted to be able to just do some interesting stuff. And um, I think that that has progressed um, even further. Um, and, you know, I want us to go in the room and, and really be able to contribute to the business. I don't want to just have, you know, media inventory to, um, you know, talk. I want to be able to say, look, you know, we're able to provide insights. We're able to, like, be on the ground with consumers. We can combine digital and physical in ways that nobody else can. We're sort of part of people's routine, which we think is a great way to sort of embed your brand into their consciousness. Uh, there's a lot of things that we can offer that I think are highly strategic, um, and you want to be able to, to you know, put that you know in front of people in the right way. And you know, they've, they've been pretty receptive. But look, it's it's early days, and we're also not you know super scaled yet. You know, I mean, we we have a lot. Of, we have a growing audience, and we're more and more locations. Um, but it's harder for, you know, the CMO of, you know, a major multinational to be like, you know, this is great. I want to go spend X amount of money with you. It's more like, let's, let's try something, <laughs> you know, because you know, I got to spend all my money here. To, like, build yeah. Interesting. Really good stuff. Well, you could follow and uh, the newsstand on Twitter at the newsstand. You could download the app, the newsstand in iTunes today. Of course, you can visit the locations that Andrew just talked about, uh, Columbus Circle, Union Square, down here in Brookfield Place, as well as uh, now on the ferry uh, and over 20 ferries. Things sound incredibly exciting, fun. There's a lot of momentum and can't thank you enough for spending some time uh, with me today on the show. I appreciate it big time. Thanks a lot. All right. Thanks so much. Take care, Ryan. Absolutely. That's Andrew Deitchman the CEO of the newsstand, um, uh, an idea that's really reinventing the actual newsstand itself. Incredibly interesting stuff. One of the great guys in advertising, one of the great guys that you'll ever meet, and the guy who's got an idea that, um, again, can be game-changing in categories that need game-changing ideas. So, um, you know, we try to bring on interesting people that are doing interesting stuff on this show, and Andrew's another one of those individuals that continues to to do great stuff, both uh, in advertising, ran one of the great agencies, Mother, um, and now in a new business venture uh, called The New Stand. So, again, you can download the app in iTunes, The New Stand. Follow them on Twitter, The New Stand, as well. It's been a fun show, uh, obviously. Uh, a lot of talk in the beginning about sports and the Rangers tonight. Big game. Hopefully, Hank uh, brings it. The fans bring it. Uh, the Garden should be rocking on a game for Thursday night here in New York at the world's most famous arena. I appreciate everybody for listening to today's show. Thanks to Andrew and the newsstand team for having Andrew on. Thanks to our sponsors and partners, of course, to our, uh, our partner, Hyper. It's been a fun show. Looking forward to another great one shortly. Enjoy the rest of the day, everybody, as my man Mad Dog Russo likes to say. Adios.
Shop. It's the Burger Shop Podcast, the one that you heard about. Talking sports media, buzz and the word of mouth. Social is the currency, seeing what the buzz will be. Talking sports and culture, you never know what'll be coming next. Cause that's the type of podcast you listen to. Powered by the hyper brands, who the man? Yo, Ryan at the forefront. Got it on my iTunes, walking through the storefront. Listen to the broadcast, he touches almost anything. Sports, culture, media, technology, and marketing. So listen to the man right ahead of his time. On your podcast, you can download or listen live. So here comes the podcast, here comes your host. The Burger Shop, now live from coast to coast. In any way you want to do it, listen to the show. Ryan got the insights. The Burger Shop, you know? Burger. 